stopped, get him stopped. God and Moses both in a sidecar could not drive a sprint car with a thousand horsepower. I swear to God, he's done a double somersault backwards. My car will go past wide open. Uh, my 50,000 came in a Twinkie box. You know, I get my jollies off over looking at a nice car wash. You know, he's going to crash your shit, but he's still, he's still got great stories. Oh, they disappeared. Oh, I'm leading. <laughs> I'm leading. <laughs> you plated your old ball sack and you just freaking let it eat. It's all goddamn assholes and elbows. And if you ain't right, They'll send your ass to the rear. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Red, the official podcast of the World of Outlaws, Not Saying Drink, Sprint Cars. I am Nick Graziano, as Rob likes to say, the PR God. Uh, but today with me is not Rob. Uh, Rob is having a little bit of fun on his own. With me instead is Nick White. Hello, friends. We will call you the audio god. Does that work? Uh, that yeah, that, audio that I'll video t- god. I'll take, that. I'll take that. Rob's out uh, studying the migration pattern of our nation squirrels this week, so I figured, why not just step in and uh, help out? And yeah, I'm very out. looking forward to uh, that conversation. I think it's we're going to have a whole podcast episode just about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us. Uh, it was fun to have the Nick and Nick show again. I guess yes, as we Nick can call Nick. it. Uh, we were both at the National Nationals. Yes, we were. Uh, the Nick and Nick show after Nationals. Triple yeah. N right ah, there. Right? Look at that. Uh, yeah, my first Knoxville Nationals, actually. Really? Yes. And uh, let me. I've got stories on stories on stories. Uh, such a great time out there. Uh, the energy, the atmosphere, everything that everybody has described to me as the Knoxville Nationals. I saw it firsthand. It was just incredible. All right. We got at least here one story off the bat. One story. Um, I was hoping to save this for the end. Um, well, we can save it for unless you got okay. multiple ones. We can save it for the end. <laughs> and yeah, we can get into some Knoxville Natural stories later then. Okay. Um, obviously, a lot of fun Knoxville Nationals. Uh, crazy week in general. Always a crazy week. A lot of cool stuff going on. A lot of g- great racing, I would say. Oh, yes. Um, just. All around awesome just to have it back again. Yes. It was uh, definitely missed. I'm, I'm sure you saw why people call this the granddaddy of them all and why everybody always raves about it. It's Absolutely. Just, uh, something completely different. The atmosphere is crazy. Even um, Kyle Larson uh, was talking about it in the media center uh, just about like all the races he's been to. And he's even talking with Jeff Gluck, like who's traveled all over the world yep. covering races like yep. they're kind of talking about it in general that just all the events they've gone to there's almost nothing like this just the atmosphere like the whole town literally the whole town yes. just becomes like the racetrack like there's haulers everywhere there's merchandise trailers everywhere there's people's campers are parked on lawns everywhere it's <laughs> it's pretty intense i will say that yeah um, yeah yeah it's so cool um but yeah we'll talk a little bit more about that later um, on today's episode, we actually have um, the Knoxville Nationals 2021 winner. I should yes, say we do. the 60th NOS Energy Drink Knoxville Nationals winner, Kyle Larson. Uh, I got to grab him real quick after the press conference and talk with him a little bit. I'll be honest, this is a little bit shorter of an interview than we usually have, uh, just because he had to get on a flight and go run uh, at Indianapolis the next yeah. day. So yeah. had to do that um, NASCAR. Yeah, rushed in a bunch of questions. He gave a lot of good answers though. Um, had a lot of journalists, other journalists breathing down my neck, wanting to talk to him before he had to leave. So uh, a little bit shorter of an interview, but I think still a, a great one we got with him. Uh, Kyle's always fun. Uh, I think you you'll hear it in the interview. He's just such a down to earth guy. Yes. You know, he just won the Knoxville National yes. something he's dreamed of, and he still had just 
was super cool about talking about it. Like he was just another guy. You can even if he didn't win, that's you know, kind of how you can talk with Kyle. Absolutely, absolutely. It's super down to earth. That that was going to tie into my my story later, but yeah, we'll get into that later. Cool. Uh, yeah, definitely. We'll get into that. Um, I think you got a little bit of audio of Victory Lane and yes. some of that. We'll try and get that in there, too. Um, some of Johnny's calls as well. Yeah, cool. We'll, we'll kind of give you the full uh, Knoxville Nationals experience. Uh, so if you weren't able to be there or even if you were there and didn't get to really see all that, here we'll try and give you a little bit of a, a closer taste of all of that, too. Um, but of course... Uh, like every episode, this one is brought to us by our great sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, I'm sure you m- might have heard them, maybe uh, heard a couple of our reads about them before. Uh, you know, uh, Manscaped is all over, from Austin to Houston, Australia, um, UK. Uh, they've, they've got some good products out there, just like the Lawnmower 4.0, uh, the Weed Whacker for the ear and nose, uh, the Crop Preserver, uh, Crop Reviver Toner, uh, Performance Boxer Breeze. You know, they, they got all kinds of good stuff for you. Full spectrum there. Full spectrum. That is a great way to put it. You know, uh, there's some uh, a fun reads they always have us do, and uh, you've heard, I think you know what we're getting at when we talked about some of these. But I'm, I'm going to have to read some of these for you because they're uh, just too great. you got to appreciate this writing. Abort your hairy balls and buzz light your that way, uh, buzz light your that woody with Manscaped. I butchered it. Let me try that again. <laughs> Abort hairy balls and buzz light your that woody with Manscaped. <laughs> Does that get the point across for you? I think it hit. <laughs> Here's another. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, they got to have so much fun right here. Yes. <laughs> your dick and balls need some help. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. <laughs> you know, I have the 4.0, and I can back that up. Oh, there, there you go. I don't think you need <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that, but I'm just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> they they did send us some and yeah it's great price the uh the weed whacker get those nose hairs is really nice I'll yes. say it for Italian that's great product and, you know this is for Harry pie people definitely I think they need to have like a, just a special uh, Italian line uh, for Italians because yes. it works perfectly for them okay uh you know uh using code OpenRed20 you can get twenty percent off and free shipping when you go to manscape.com and great get all these great products. Um, and do um, all this Buzz Lightyear and Woody uh, preserving that we've been talking about. <laughs> You've got a friend in Manscaped. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Cue the music. There we go. And without further ado, let's get into some Knoxville Nationals fun and hearing from Kyle Larson. Enjoy. Oh, let's do it. Donnie shots inching closer out of turn number two. Back straightaway for the final time. Kyle Larson down the back straightaway for the final time. Into turns three and four. Here comes Donnie shots. It's on the line right here. Who's it going to be? Kyle Larson wins the Knoxville Nationals. All right, we're here with a 2021 Knoxville Nationals winner, Kyle Larson. Kyle, congratulations on finally getting what I know you keep saying you've always wanted to get. Yeah, it's... uh. I mean, it's the it's, it's the biggest race there is. I mean, I, and I think once people get to come here and experience it themselves, they'll understand why you know, all of us think it's the biggest race. It's uh, the atmosphere is incredible, and to uh, the the list of names of guys who've won this event, and now for me to get to add my name to it, it's uh, it's it's incredible. So. Um, 
a lot of hard work by you know, our team to get to this point, and, and it's just it's awesome. Also, you had a lot of success coming up to this event, won Knoxville last year. You said you had a little bit of nerves maybe coming into it. Was it just the excitement of the event? Was it just that nervousness of just really wanting to win? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, I think just the uh, just how big it is. It just gets to you. Um, it was cool to feel that again. You know, I haven't felt that feeling in a couple of years. So, um, just uh, tried to tried to calm myself down, not get too excited throughout the week, and especially today, um, you know, just stay focused really. And and I felt like once I once we fired engines, you know, for the main event, I was good. But before that, I was uh, I was I was nervous for sure. I, I had and not butterflies, whatever you want to call it, my stomach. And um, it was cool to feel that. Also, you got the Kings Royal, winning a lot of NASCAR races, big NASCAR races, the, the all-star race. Everybody calls you the go and uh, whatever other kind of word you want to throw in there. Like for you, how do you perceive that? How do you see, obviously you're winning all these big races, but for yourself, how do you kind of perceive that yourself? I don't know. I, I think someday when your career's over, that's when you can reflect on everything. But for right now, it's like you kind of just take each race – you know, race by race and um when the big ones you're on the schedule you want to win them so um this year has been unbelievable last year was was amazing as well you know winning a lot of races but you know, we didn't get to run the big ones you know the king's royal knocks the nationals um but this year we've gotten to take advantage of them so uh it's been cool and and just so proud of paul and, and everybody on our team and i'm glad they can you know, they get to celebrate as well. Also, you got yourself locked in right away. Um, what does that do for you just going into this race, knowing you're locked in, have a couple days to just relax and kind of think about it? Is it good or bad in a way? Oh, it's, it's great. I mean, those prelim nights are, you know, the mer- most nerve-wracking nights of, of the year. I mean, this, like I said, this event's so big, and, and the way the format is, it's tough. You know, you qualify good, you're excited, but then it's like, crap, it's going to be hard to pass in the heat. Then you got to run the B and start 21st in the A, and you're like, man, this is – I just got to try and salvage something out of this. But um, then again, you got to get some luck, too. And I had some luck in my prelim night, and it allowed me to uh, run to the front and get to third in points. And I knew starting on the second row, I was going to have a good shot. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. You came in uh, under that the red, the, the planned red halfway. Uh, Paul asked, how's it going? What do you think? You just kind of shrugged. <laughs> for, for you, was it just kind of, yeah, I guess it is what we is. It is what we have at the moment. Yeah, I just I didn't know how – I was because the track was so weird and it was it was it had just gone through a transition of okay now we have a track to race on I don't know which lines faster the bottom of the top um, so I don't know how my car is and um, I'm not sure what he changed if he changed anything and even when we were green I didn't know where to run and, and it showed you know, thankfully a, a caution came out and I kind of got to regroup and just you know, commit to run on the top and um, my car felt good. You guys obviously been fast here and good at here at Knoxville before, but do you think being able to run more last year and have the success you did with the sprint car, getting more of that knowledge and more at Knoxville really helped you guys help win this year? Well, I just think for every racetrack, you know, we got to race more than we ever have last year, and, and it showed. You know, we were we won half of our races last year, and, and you know, this year, the beginning, you know, we, we won some races, but it was a struggle. You know, if we weren't winning, we were running like 10th. Um, but you know, we got into the, you know, the summer months and finally got to run some speed weeks and get night after night in and uh, get working on our car. And now we've been a lot more consistent and, and back to kind of how we were last year. So um, it just, you know, these guys, the outlaw guys and, and Pennsylvania and those people, they're racing sprint cars every weekend. You know, I'm going to run 25 or 30 maybe sprint car races this year. It's hard for a team like that to uh, to 
be up with the changing in the t- changes of the tires and stuff like that. But you thankfully Paul Silva is, is, is extremely smart and, and has a great notebook and, and can uh, really look at a race car going on the track and know what it needs to, to change and make it better. I'll say Paul's not here right now, but I'm assuming it probably means just as much to him to be able to win this as it is you. Can you talk about what, what he might be feeling right now too? Yeah, it's uh, he's ran second in, in every big race. You know, there there is in sprint cars. Um, you know, Kings Royal. He was, he's finished second in with Rico. We were able to get a win, so that felt great. Um, you know, he's finished second at Knoxville with myself and Shane Stewart. I think Shane. Um, and so now we did get a win. It, it makes me proud. Um, you know, we, we finished second at National Open last year. Uh, so you know, I'd love to get a win there with him someday. But um, he works so hard, and 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 he's built this team up from you know fresh out of high school. He started his own sprint car team, and you know, fully committed to being a sprint car mechanic and making a living doing that. And that's that's tough to do, and tough to make a good living. But you know, he's the best there is, and and the most prepared, the most professional, just the best race team. You know, we do it. We don't have a stacker trailer like everybody. We don't do it as big and flashy as everybody. But you know, we. He does an amazing job, and uh, we're, I just love working with him, and, and I hope I'm with him forever. Now, having something like this, just this accomplishment, like even going in for, like you said, you wanted the world coming up, more NASCAR races going off the championship, does this kind of even help propel you into those, just having that kind of relief that, oh, I got this one off the table finally? Yeah, I hope so. I, I hope um, you know, that that confidence, momentum, and, and I can get back to not being nervous before an event, uh, just be more relaxed and, and confident, you know, inside. But, um, yeah, it's, this has been an awesome year to win, you know, a bunch of crown jewel events, you know, in, in midgets, sprint cars, and late models. It's been, and, and NASCAR, it's been, it's been amazing in, in a year I'll never forget. And one more, obviously, you mentioned one you've always wanted to get, finally at the table, that relief, I got it. Now what's next? Now what? I don't know. I got I got the cup race tomorrow. I'd like to get a uh, get a win at Indy and kiss the bricks. I mean that's that's I know it's not the oval there, but um, I'd love to be able to kiss the bricks tomorrow. Great, thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you again to uh, Kyle Larson for taking the time after that media conference and uh, spending some time with me, answering some questions. Um, it's always cool to talk with him, uh, especially after winning such a big event. Like like he said, it's something that he's literally had dreams about winning. Yeah. And yeah. to be able to accomplish that is pretty cool. Just this the year that he's had yes. is just beyond crazy. And he's only ran uh, how many races for us? Um, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it's only a handful this yeah. year. He already had a couple wins. Um, I obviously he had twelve last year. Um, like you said in the interview, um, running all those races last year definitely have helped him just for sure find that groove, especially sure. with Paul. I, uh, I'll say I tried to get Paul to do an interview. He's just not an interview guy. Uh, he respectfully declined. He said sorry. Uh, he's just it's just not something to do. With respect, sure. Um, sure. You know he, he does his own thing, but it, it would it, it would be really cool to hopefully eventually talk to them and just kind of. Get into his mind because obviously he's a huge part of Kyle's success in the sprint cars. A lot, a lot of guys' success. He's Absolutely, been, he's worked with a lot of guys before, um, and he's definitely one of the bright ones out there. I think kind of flies under the radar a little bit. I think I think that's what he likes. I, I'd probably try and be that way too. I could see that. Yep. Yeah, um, but it's definitely cool to see them have uh, success the way they do it. Like Kyle said, they don't go out in these big, huge, flashy haulers. Yep. They don't have a 
uh, flashy paint scheme. It's just simple white cars, some yep. nice sponsors on there, um, and just go out and do their thing. And it seems like every time they show up at the track, it, you know, like you said, they they come with not top notch gear, but they come prepared as a team, and and they're ready to just fire on all cylinders. It, it's it's like every time that he hits the track, he's quick time. He's you know wins his heat race. He the dude's just a machine. Yeah, exactly. I, I had a pretty good feeling that we might see Kyle win the Nationals this year. Just mm-hmm. just the role he's on. I feel like that just I know that just gives you it helps with confidence wise. And I think even though we talk about it all the time, I think a lot of people take for granted how big confidence is for yes. just anything competitive, what that can do for you mentally. Yep. Uh, you're not going in super worried or overthinking. You you it helps going in knowing I I can win this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we saw that. Um, but obviously, the week got kicked off on, I believe it was Wednesday. Uh, we had a couple of preliminary nights to get yourself locked in. Uh, then we had the hard knocks on Friday. We'll kick it off with Wednesday. David Gravel uh, won that race with Gio Selzy finishing second and Donnie Schatz third, making up the podium that night. A um, couple great racing, great races that night. Yeah. Um, what was it? Two left and uh, gravel just out of nowhere. Yeah, we we I think we figured that he would be pretty strong. Yeah, uh, yep. won the was did he? Yeah, it was the Capitani that he won. Yeah, he won again, mm. um, second year in a row. So obviously last year or 2019 when he won it went on to win the nationals. Um, the year before Brad won the Capitani, then went on to the nationals. So we thought there's a pretty good chance that David might be able to do that again this year. Yep. Unfortunately, we'll get to what happened on yep. Saturday. But, yeah, great start kicking it off with a win on Wednesday. Um, and great run by Gio, who won the 360 Nationals. Yes. Um, he and that 18 team have really picked it up lately. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they seem to be clicking. And, uh, you know, we saw Dom out there, uh, his brother. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that was a huge help for him, uh, just kind of calming him down, even though Dominic, you know, energy level is times a billion. But uh, it was cool seeing him. Uh, you know, I think we posted an interview on on our Dirt Vision Twitter. Yeah, it was a lot of fun uh, with Dom. Definitely and go Gio check that out. Just kind of hanging out and having some fun. So, uh, yeah, cool. We'll get to a little bit more with him later. Obviously, Donnie um, having a good run again. Uh, we'll I'll get to some cool stats with him. It's it's going to be mind blowing. Just how well he's done it at the National Nationals for yep. how long. Um, we'll get to that a little bit. Then we'll go to Thursday night. Uh, a little bit of rain, a little bit of a rain delay, but that didn't stop us. We were still racing. Um, and then Brian Brown picked up the win that Brownie. night. Yeah, uh, just he's another one that you know. Eventually, I, I think he might get the Nationals when he just keeps inching and inching. Yes. And we we talked with Dan Lasowski, his new crew chief, uh, the last episode. Um, I think that's helped a lot having him on, and he's shown some improvement. Um, obviously, he got the win uh, Thursday, which was uh, a big confidence builder for him. Uh, Kyle Larson finishing second, uh, Brent Marks third. Did you see the photo? Um, I forgot someone posted. There's the screenshot, the huge wreck that night. Kyle Larson, it was just a wall of cars in front of him. Like, how in the hell did he make it through that wall I have of no cars? clue. I have no clue. I, I saw the replay. I was sitting near victory lane. Saw it on the Jumbotron and watched, and uh, I, who was it? Uh, it was either Johnny um, or somebody else. Uh, but you could see it in slow-mo how he just weaved all the way through. I mean, there were, what, 10 cars? Like yeah, eight something or nine, like that. 10 it's... cars, and the, the guy just squeaked right through without 
touching anything. It's like, I think we need to look at his helmet. Does he have like an Iron Man helmet where it like maps out? All right, go this way, turn left now. And there's got a little AI in there yeah, telling yeah. him where to go, what to do kind of thing. You know, that's one thing. We haven't checked out his helmet. Take a look at his helmet. That's true. Maybe there's a secret there. That is true. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, he got second that night uh, after starting 21st. Big run. 21st. Jeez. Um, I'm Brent Marks, finishing third. Cool to see him have a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, great year. Good looking car. I really like the way his car looked. A little bit of extra black on yeah. there. It was cool. Yeah. Then we'll go to Friday night, Hard Knocks night. Always a fun night. Um, it's cool to see uh, maybe some names you don't always hear up front, or at least guys maybe not always winning all the time. Uh, it's a good chance for them to pick up a win, build some confidence, and just lock themselves into the show. Uh, that's what they did. Rico Abreu picked up the win with Anthony Macri, uh, second place run. Uh, cool run for him there. Shane Stewart, third, and Brock Zierfoss, fourth. Uh, all four of those guys locking themselves into the Nationals. And I can tell you that that's also a really fun night because it's almost the most um, excited you'll see drivers too. Mm-hmm. Sorry, because uh, it's they they know they're locked in, especially for uh, Brock. It was cool to see him have a really good run and just be that you can see the confidence building and just that happiness yeah. and just it was almost like a huge weight off his shoulder and finally something good happened. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, this was my first national, so understanding or learning uh, the whole format and everything. I kind of looked at Friday night as kind of like the Gatorade 125s for NASCAR yeah, down right. at Daytona, yeah. where a lot of these teams, these, I wouldn't say underfunded, but these smaller teams, uh, they get that chance to be able to lock into the show. And uh, it was cool seeing a lot of drivers and, and excited that they made the big dance. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially, it's, it's a nice payday. Uh, I believe it, I think just to start was uh, about... 10 grand or so oh, wow. something like that so uh either way you, you can't be too disappointed no matter where you finish then we get to saturday uh we started with an e-main jason sides won that then we got to the d-main jack dover won that the c-main hunter schoenberg won that uh then to the microlight last chance showdown which which a one hell of a last chance showdown oh good that was wow that was a show um, Carson Macedo kind of ran away with the win. Kerry Madsen was up there in second. But from third, fourth, fifth, sixth, those guys all kind of grouped together at the end. And that was it was incredible. some kind of finish. Incredible. Um, yeah, there's back and forth, slide job after slide job. It was, the track was fun to watch because there was no... It seemed like if you wanted to run the top, you had to be so perfect and so smooth. Because if you hit it wrong, you slid, you got a little bit too loose, a little bit too sideways, yep. and the guy running the bottom could just drive right past you. I was sitting, or I was standing over in turn three and watching him come down the backstretch, and I, I saw exactly what you're describing. It, it's almost like you had to hit it just perfect to land the car into the corner. And I saw a bunch of guys that would go in there and charge, and they would just jump the berm and, and just screwed up their lap. Um it was pretty intense racing, I will say that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll be honest, before the start of it, I knew Sheldon had a good run. I was kind of surprised that he didn't try to go for the hard knocks night because I figured he'd probably have a good chance to win his way mm-hmm. in. But he started, I think that's one, he started eighth um, in the last chance showdown. So I think that's one you think to yourself, well, I see who's in front of me. Should I run the hard knocks? Should I not run the hard knocks? Do mm-hmm. you think we have a shot at this? Obviously, they they didn't run the hard knocks. They decided to just, just stick with the B. Um, he was fast. He ran his yeah. way up through, and it it was got close at the end. <laughs> he made it worthwhile. It, it, yeah, very <laughs> worthwhile. It was photo finish. Like had the slow frame, 
frame by frame, look at it. It was crazy. Him and Spencer Basin at the line and just edged him Point there at the end. Zero, zero, 0.008 if somebody wants to check me on that. I think that was the time. Yeah, the I believe it, it was timing loop. just that close. It was just you know, just that little scope. Just a hair. Just a hair. Literally. <laughs> yeah, the the timing scoring doesn't lie. Uh, Shelton Hoddenshield got that. He was pretty pumped afterwards. Mm-hmm. He, I even I asked him, said, did you know you had it? He said, no. <laughs> well, and, and they showed on uh, Dirt Vision as well, you know, Drew just leaped off of the cart and his crew just went nuts, which was super cool to see. And we all know Drew. He's got yeah. excitement, but it was it was cool to see him, you know, have that energy and excitement that his driver locked in by that much of a second. Um Pretty incredible racing. Yeah, it was a great way to uh, set the stage, build some, build some uh, momentum and excitement uh, for our main event. They were kind of yep. like uh, the, the the great warming up act. Uh, yes, like a, the, the good uh, first band to come out and well just kind of yes, knock well your set. socks off and ready for uh, the main headliner, which was another great show. Yes, um, started off with uh, some cool driver intros. The Budweiser Clydesdales were there, which was really cool. Yeah, honestly. Yep. I thought that that kind of set the stage and really got me. I was excited in general, but I don't know. I've never seen them in person. It was just kind of a cool thing. It was. It Um, was. Little break in the action, and uh, I think the crowd enjoyed it. I was um, down by the gate when they entered into the track. Um, Those dudes are big. They are massive. Yeah, you kind of take for granted (laughs) seeing them in commercial, just how big they are. I tell you, they're coming around and like the ground was shaking every time they just damn. Yeah. They, they had the cool. throwback music and everything. Yeah, it that was, was, it was, it was nice. pretty cool. It was nice. Helped set the stage uh, for a fun race. We got going, and it, it was fun just right off the bat. Uh, the top three or four guys were all close to each other, yeah. uh, racing yeah. pretty hard. Uh, Kyle Larson snuck the lead away from Donnie Shots there just before the break. I mean, I, like I asked Kyle, it was funny. I was standing right by where his pit is, where he would come in. Uh, so all the cars were coming in during the break. He came in, stopped, shut the car off. Paul Silva is there. He goes, so what do you think? Kyle looks at him, just shrugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Kyle. (laughs) Yep, leading Knoxville Nationals. Uh, Feedback, eh. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, that's kind of how they work. You know, they talked a little bit. Kyle described what was going on. Paul knew exactly what to do, what changes needed. And like like Kyle said, uh, I think it was like 40 seconds before they're about to call the horn, everybody had to get back. Mm-hmm. Uh, crew member pointed out to Paul, "Hey, this left front tire is getting chewed up pretty good." Paul said, "All right, change it now." Wow! They called like, "All right, thirty seconds." They're changing the left front tire. Wow. Twenty seconds, bolting it back on. Boom, good to go. Ten seconds, they're off. Wow! They're back behind. They're on the concrete, ready to go. Uh, unfortunately, for I think it was Brent Marks and yep. Brooke Tatnell, some guys had yep. some. They had some issues. Guys were still working the car. They got penalized a couple spots. I was sitting next to uh, Brent Marks, and I think something happened with his transponder. Yeah, I know they had a transponder issue. Uh, something crazy was going on there. Unfortunately, he had to get moved back a couple spots. He was having a really good run. He was up yep. there in like fourth or fifth at the mm-hmm. time. Still finished sixth, uh, which is uh, a really good run for him. Um, but then uh, to finish off the feature. Uh, Kyle Larson was pulling away. Back to what we were saying before about running the top. Like, I was watching him. He was just so smooth. Like, there was no error. He just come in, and it was just like straight line around car, barely moved, just perfect. When you watch Donnie, maybe a little, little bit of a a car snuck sideways a little bit on him. Brad a little bit sideways. I think it was just those. I think it was just that tenth that was killing them and allowing Carl 
to get away. Seemed like he was going to run away with it until about, I think it was four, three laps ago. It was around there. Yeah, five, four laps ago. Donnie started to yep. sneak his way up. I think that's when the track transitioned. Yeah, the rubber started to come in a little bit. Yep. Um, and then I'm everyone like, started running the bottom. And, yep. Yeah. I saw, like, wait a minute, a little bit closer, a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Like, Donnie might get this. Yep. Final lap. Hail Mary throws it in there, gets to the outside of him, coming out the final turn. Kyle just had that little bit more uh, grip off yep. the corner. Boom, Kyle and Larson I, gets the win. I think Donnie said it in his uh, post-race interview that he just didn't have the drive off. And that's why, yeah. you know, he, he just said, you know, hell with it. I'm just going to throw it in the corner and see how far I, close I can get to him. If I can get by him, cool. If not, Yeah, Stockton Nationals, you got it. Whatever exactly. it is. No points on the line, just uh, a big win. Yep. But Kyle Larson pulled it off, got his first Knoxville Nationals victory. Uh, something, like we said before, that he dreamed of. Uh, another thing to cross off his bucket list this year, along with the Prairie Dirt Classic, the All-Star win, uh, Coke 600, uh, Chili Bowl, uh, Watkins Glen, so many big races he's won this year. Somebody posted a, a tweet um, marking all the you know iconic races that he's won. I think the only races that he's missing is the Monaco Grand Prix, yeah. Daytona 500, and I think the Indy 500, um, and there's got to be one more that I'm... Super Dirt Week. There's Super, Super Dirt, Dirt Week. There you go. Gotta, gotta, you know, it's the big blocks. You, you have. I'm sorry, Kyle, but you have not achieved uh, dirt greatness until you've won Super <laughs> Dirt Week. I mean, it's it's called Super Dirt Week for a reason. So, I mean, it's throwing it out there. I think we can add it. I think we got to get him in a big block now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but walked away with one hundred and seventy six thousand dollars. Not a terrible payday. Thousand dollar more uh, than the Kings Royal that he won. Uh, yeah, not a bad payday. Obviously, the National Nationals paid 150000 to win, but extra 1000 bucks per lap led. Got him over that $176,000 mark. Just, uh, man. Good night. I could use that money. I, I would have even taken just 1000 yeah, from I'd, a lap or something. <laughs> Sponsor a lap. I yeah, know. I mean, uh, oh, man. I, I don't know what I even do with that money. Yeah. So many things. <laughs> So going back to my story. Yeah, let's go back to the story now. So I, I flew out to Knoxville. I was uh, Kendra reached out to my boss, Brian Dunlap, and, and said, I want to do driver introductions. We're back after COVID last year with no fans in the stands, sold out crowd. I want to make this thing as big and, and as powerful as possible. Uh, so you know, Dunlap asked me, would you mind flying out? And I was like, yeah, sure. So the plan was, I got there Wednesday, and uh, I asked Dunlap, I'm like, do you mind if I go a little bit early? Just to kind of be a fan. Yeah. First Knoxville Nationals, biggest race of the year. I'd love to go just check it out. Um, hung out Wednesday and shot some B-roll for you know our video production stuff. Uh, same thing with Thursday. Our plan was to film on Friday, uh, the top 16 that were locked in. And um, we were shooting them like around 3, 4 o'clock-ish, and... Uh, we planned on having Kyle because he, obviously he was locked in, but he had to travel to Indy to right. go practice and qualify. Um, so our plan was to catch him on Saturday with the four drivers that transferred Friday night into the the A main. So um, the plan was to have him on Saturday, as I'm repeating myself. Um, so Dunlap he hits me up. I set up everything up, the lights, the camera, get the the camera shoot ready, um, and he texts me. And he's like, "How far are you away from the uh, the room?" And so I was standing, or I was sitting in the Dirt Vision trailer, just kind of sitting on my iMac, getting ready to edit. I'm like, I don't know, I'm 500 feet away. I could be there in 20 seconds. 
He goes, well, Kyle said he's, he's got time. Do you mind just going knocking him out really quick? And it literally, it was just a 16-second clip. It was almost like a class photo session where you walk in, I told him where to stand, and you know, you're going to do this pose and hold it for 10 seconds. Literally, that's all it was. Um, so I walk over to the room, or I actually rush over to the room, um, open up the door, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm about to go shoot Kyle Larson, uh, one of the greatest drivers in our lifetime. I'm thinking there's going to be like 10 people in there, PR ladies and, and or people and, and just people. I open the door, and standing in the room by himself in the dark is Kyle Larson. Fire suit, hat on, cro- arms crossed, and he looks up at me, and he's like, what's up, man? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> um. So I introduced myself, you know, I'm, I'm Nick, I'm with World Racing Group, and thanks for taking the time. He's like, yeah, absolutely. I, I figured before I fly out, I'd come out and knock out the, the video shoot really quick. One of the nicest guys in the world. Um, I, you know, show him where to stand. I said, we're going to do this pose. It's literally going to take 15 seconds. I hit record on the camera. He does his pose, his nod, his smile, his smirk, and uh, we're done. So he starts undressing, uh, taking his uh, fire suit off and getting dressed to go to the airport. And uh, I guess he recognized me. Um, you know, as some of you know, we've started broadcasting the Millbridge races here in North Carolina. And his son, Owen, races out there pretty frequently. Um, so I was there a couple weeks ago, just kind of shooting B-roll for some promo pieces coming up in the future. And uh, he was out there, and I got this great shot of Owen in the cart and Kyle kind of kneeling next to him, kind of giving him advice. And, and you could see him doing these hand motions like, you know, hey, you're going to take it and slide it in the corner over here. And just a cool photo uh, or video of him. And uh, he recognized me. He's like, I, I've seen you out at Millbridge. Um, so to experience that and then see him win the Knoxville Nationals and think, I got to have like 20 minutes alone with the 2021 Knoxville Nationals winner is something that I'm going to get to tell my grandkids about. That That's just, it's so, it, I don't know, it meant a lot to me that he took the time to just kind of chill. And we, we sat and chatted about Owen and, and just life. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's Yeah, that, that's Kyle Larson for you. Um, I'm sure a lot of people don't really get this experience, that because obviously you don't... Uh, you don't get to see Kyle every weekend. For sure. Um, but yeah, that, every time I've had the chance to interview him or just be around him, he's just super chill like that. Yes. And just kind of your regular, average, down to earth yeah. guy. Yeah. Which it may not seem like it because he's just, here's this big superstar race car driver yeah. winning all these big races. But yeah, he's just your humble dad, husband. Yeah. All around, just kind of general cool guy. Yeah. He, he was like, I'm here to do the video shit. Let's, let's get it done. Do you have a plane? Do you have time? No. Just take all the time you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but uh, just what a, an amazing week, and I can't wait to get back there next year. I mean, uh, obviously, Saturday was a, a very long day. Got to the track at 9 a.m. and uh, flew home at 6.30 the next day. Was going on, like, no sleep for 30-something hours. And um, looking back on it, it, it was totally worth it. Was it what you expected? Did it exceed expectations what you had in your head i think it went past my ex- my expectations i i knew it was big everybody that i talked to described it as this just it's like you take the masters and the indy 500 you take the biggest sporting events in the world and just combine it inside of this small town usa and it just blew me away 
And uh, I think I posted on my Instagram. I, I took one, maybe two photos. I was standing in turn number one. It was championship night. Sun was going down. I snapped a photo of the, the grandstands just full. And I, I, I didn't take a lot of photos because I just wanted to soak in the moment. Yeah. And that was like the one time where it hit me like, I haven't, I don't have any photos. And so I snapped that one and that was it. But the whole time I was walking around the grounds and the midway and the, the, the merch trailers and the, the food and, um, it's just an amazing place. Uh, it's words do not describe it. You have to go there to experience it. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know it's already been announced. Um, the dates next year we have uh, on Twitter, uh, the 61st, uh, national nationals, uh, will be next year. Can't wait to get back to that again for sure. Um, I got some uh, some interesting stats that came out of it. Okay. Um, like we talked about earlier, uh, Donnie Shots. Well, first I'll start with Kyle Larson. Uh, this was let's see, one, two, three, four. Five. This was his sixth Nashville Nationals that he's won. Or not? Sorry, that he's won. Well, I'm, I'm probably talking <laughs> about the future here. Whoo! That he's entered. Uh, that he's made the main event. <laughs> Man, I already gave him six national nationals wins. Wow! Well, there you go, Kyle. If it happens, yeah, you're welcome. Dang. The PR god has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Your wish has been granted. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, but yeah, so the sixth one that he's entered the main event. Uh, first one was 2012, finished 16th. 13 finished sixth. Uh, then in 2016, finished fifth, 17 second, 18 third. Then won this one. So he's already on progression. You, you could see that progression to this win. Like, oh, it, it was sure. it was coming eventually for sure. Um, Donnie Schott finished second, obviously. Take this in. That was, he has finished first or second in 18 of his last 21 Knoxville National starts. Good God. That is first or second in every Knoxville, in almost every Knoxville National since 2000. Wow. That's a stat right there. Unbelievable. First or second Knoxville Nationals last 20 years or so. Mm. That's, I mean, like, I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to figure out how you do that, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm I trying just... to figure that out in my head as well. <laughs> the formulas don't add up. Yeah. What kind of helmet does he have, too? Exactly. <laughs> no, I think he's got a pretty good uh, right foot. Um, Donnie's fun to watch at any racetrack. Cause oh, he's, yes. And he's another one that's just super smooth, super good. Um, I think that I think him and that TSR team are, are back a little bit. I think they they had a little bit of a funk. Uh, whatever was going on, I think uh, this is just me sp- throwing out whatever mm-hmm. i think might be over uh, i know he when he we did the interview with him early this year after the 300th win and just kind of what you've seen it seemed like there's maybe some kind of i don't know whatever issue going on or something but just the way he spoke during uh the press conference said mm-hmm. kind of you get over these humps you get over these issues and you start to reap the rewards and it sounds like that's what they're doing now whatever hump whatever thing was in their way i yeah. think they've busted through it I think we might see the Donnie Shots and TSR of old now okay. coming back. Okay. Perfect timing, too, because this week coming up, we're going to his home state. We'll yep. be River Cities uh, and Grand Forks, and we'll be at Red River Valley and Fargo, his hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, then also, obviously, we'll go to South Dakota for Hussets, which is the home state of his crew chief. So big homecoming for him and that team. Um, and he's pretty good, pretty darn good at all those tracks. Yep. Yep. have some uh, stats here. He has 12 wins at River Cities, three wins at Red River Valley, um, and uh, multiple wins at Houston's finished on the podium both times this year. 
uh, won there last year. I, these are some pretty good tracks coming up for him. Do you think we see Donnie get 301 at one of these? I think there's a really good chance we see him get 301 okay. at one of these tracks coming up. Okay. Um, we d- Obviously, Kyle Larson won at River Cities and River Valley, Red River Valley the last time we were there. Don't know if he'll be there or not. Don't really know mm. his uh, full schedule. Wouldn't be surprised if he showed up. Who knows? We'll yep. see. Um, but if he doesn't, I'd say it's a good – whether he does or not, I think it's a good chance we'll see Donnie up there either podium or winning. For okay. Sure. I, I, I'll say it. Like that? Okay. For sure. Um, obviously, else for the uh, Knoxville Nationals, uh, Gio Selzy started on the pole. I think he was one of the youngest uh, pole setters. I think he's still like 19. 19, yeah. Right now. Uh, ended up – Fourth, mm-hmm. great run for him in that team. He held he held first for quite a yeah. while. I, he did not give Donnie. It wasn't easy for Donnie to get by Gio. I'll say that. No, definitely had a, a strong car uh, at the beginning of the race. I'll be honest. Uh, not that I didn't think he was going to do any do it. I figured he'd be able to stay up there, mm-hmm. but I figured Brad. I think Brad was an outside pull. I figured he would just be so aggressive mm-hmm. that he might have still he might steal the lead on the first lap. But Brad didn't really get a great start. Jill just Gio rocketed away. Yeah, great start for him. Led some lit some laps. Got some extra money, a couple more thousand bucks under mm-hmm. his pocket for leading those laps, and got a really good finish. So I think he maybe used up most of his equipment, and I. You could see when Donnie got by him, he was still hanging with Donnie, but then you could start seeing him fade a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit of a fade. I think uh, he pushed it just a little too much. Yeah, managed the fourth place, hold on to fourth. Really good for him and that team. Good uh, momentum builder for all the races coming Absolutely. up for them. Um, and you can tell there's been a, a steady uh, progression and improvements for him and that team. The first 10 races of the year, they averaged uh, about a 13th place finish. Now, in the last 10 races so far, they've been about a ninth or 10th place finish average. Um, so I think with Bernie uh, Steuben coming on and working with him again as a crew chief, obviously they worked together before when Jill drove the 71 car for Bernie, one at Williams Grove in it, um, that they've got a pretty good connection and it's showing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll see some more good runs out of them. I wouldn't be surprised if we see them in victory lane here yeah, at some point too. Absolutely. A uh, cool little tidbit. Uh, I heard, uh, obviously, early in the year, they were using uh, the new Toyota engine at one point. Mm. Um, maybe thought maybe there was a little bit of issues with it. Went back to uh, the engine builder to look at. Uh, they found, found, didn't really find anything huge issues, so I know they're going to be testing it again, I believe, this coming weekend or pretty soon again at Port Royal. So we okay. might see that Toyota uh, Fortin engine back out there again, which is cool. Okay. It'll be cool. Uh, it, it's cool to see uh, different manufacturers and like Ford and Toyota yes. getting involved. I yeah. know um, when we had Tom Devitt on here earlier, he said maybe there's another potential manufacturer looking in mm. at joining Sprint Cars, which is really cool. Tesla. Kinda, <laughs> oh, don't, don't say that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you just we just created a rage. <laughs> People just destroyed their laptop or, wood or punched their radio, whatever they're listening to right now. <laughs> uh, my apologies. <laughs> Ferrari, it's Ferrari. Yeah, oh, Ferrari. gosh. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is, I think it's cool to, to have that. Yeah, uh, and I was I was talking to Gravel, uh, before the uh, driver intros, and he was just saying how how big the sport is getting. It, it's exploding. Yeah, and I think the pandemic obviously is a bad thing, but I think the pandemic helped out a lot with that because we were still racing uh, when other teams or when other sports weren't, and so when people had nothing else to do, like. Oh wait, what's, sprint what, cars. what's yeah? What's a sprint car? Exactly. Uh, so it, it's cool to see 
just how big that it's it's expanding and, and like you said more manufacturers hopefully we get more sponsors coming in and, and more people more drivers uh, it's it's cool to see it yeah especially cool that you're seeing I think even the fan base grow too because look at the crowd at the Knoxville Nationals oh, that was man. one of I think maybe one of their biggest I think I I, I don't know off how what the exact number is I heard around thirty thousand thrown yeah. around out yeah. there the, but the, the it was grandstands, standing room only yeah the grandstands were packed infield packed then even for those that couldn't get a ticket to be in the race there yep. was a huge group of people outside yep. for the viewing party way one of the dirt vision big screens outside just outside the track and so that was packed yeah it's i mean just look at all the campers and people in that area it's just uh it grows every year even the, all of our regular races in general it just seems the fans the the stands are packed with fans and yep. it's really cool to see the sport grow like that absolutely get the attention it definitely deserves it's Def by far one of the best forms of racing out there. We may be biased. I'm sure we're biased, but I mean, just watching you'll, <laughs> just you'll understand. Yeah. Uh, speaking of gravel, uh, he had a good run. He was definitely a potential uh, candidate to try and get the win again. Yep. But uh, I know they suffered. Uh, I believe a rod blew out of the inside of the engine. Yep. Decided not to to keep its vacancy there anymore. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for them, um, that went out. He was running oil. third, right? Yeah, uh, I believe he was third or second at the time. So, uh, tough break for him. Yeah. Uh, Shelton, like we talked about, who w- raced his way into the feature through the last chance showdowns there, 20th, finished 10th. And that's even with, uh, I believe he had a blown tire at one point, too. Mm. So, worked his way back up again. Strong run for them. I feel like they're coming on at a good time, but maybe a little too late to be a championship contender. Uh, they have seven wins. Now uh, tying them with Carson Macedo and David Gravel. Obviously, Brad has 14 wins. Um, but I feel like Sheldon, the way they're running right now, they can knock out another seven wins before the end of the season, too. I can see that. I can see that. Like you said, I, I think that he's finding his groove, and uh, yeah. he's he's gaining that confidence, and, and he's looking strong each week. Uh, yeah, I think he's learning to be fast and careful. I think we saw that at PP that we talked about uh, the last episode, that he knows how to run super strong, super fast, but sometimes it gets him in a little bit of trouble, whether just bouncing it off the wall or tangling with a, a slower car. I think we saw at Peebley him learning how to still be fast, but still maneuver his way through traffic and be careful. Like mm-hmm. you saw the last couple laps, instead of just ripping the cushion, he moved down a little bit, be safe, save his car, make sure he got the win, mm-hmm. even though he had the big lead. Um, so I think... If he puts that once he puts that into play going forward, we'll see him win a lot more races again. Okay, I like it. That's my call. Okay, that's my take. There's a hot take there. Hot take. Yeah, sure. Um, hot take. Oh, oh. Hmm. Might have to start that every week. We just trademarked it. (laughs) (laughs) Mine. Sorry. Okay. Um, Casey Kane had a really cool run. Uh, stepped into the 83 car for Roth Motorsports. Kind of a last-minute call there. Um, some, I know, I believe he set quick time on his preliminary night, locked himself in, then uh, started seventh but finished eighth. Still a really good run for him. I believe it's his best Knoxville Nationals finish. Nice. Uh, cool throwback, too. Yeah, I love the throwback scheme. Uh, that old uh, uh, Roth car there, the mm-hmm. kind of that maroonish, brownish color, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I thought that was real. The, re- the throwback scheme is really cool this year. I liked it. Um, and who who was it? Uh, Carson said something. Uh, it's, it wasn't a throwback scheme, but the gold wrap on it, it 
looked pretty sporty. Yeah, I think even I think it wasn't like you said, it wasn't a throwback scheme, but I would almost say it was a throwback way to sprint car designs. Okay. It, it almost seemed like it was painted on there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really see a lot of painted cars. A lot of it these are just kind of big wraps. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it seemed like it was just a nice old school kind of painted a little bit of flake in the gold there. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. you don't really see that often. So uh, sure we'll give it maybe a throwback um paint. It was kind of like a um, if you if you were able to get close to it, it kind of reminded me of the Jeff Gordon Chrome Illusion car. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, it was cool that way. Yeah, that's that's a good call for um, sure. But you know, I was standing in turn three and and watching him come down the backstretch. It just it glistened underneath the lights. It, it was probably my favorite scheme out there. Yeah, definitely one of the best ones. Uh, the sharks were really cool. The Bobby mm-hmm. Allen throwback scheme early yep. at the. The race suits too, yes. kind of a throwback race suit. I like they kind of went, they went all full out with it. Um, that was really cool. Uh, Justin Peck had a really nice scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved the Mark Kenzer Mopar throwback scheme. Oh yes. out there that was cool. I know there's another one too. Who had the other? Uh, was Sheldon? He was a throwback, wasn't he? Uh, I don't think it was really a throwback. Uh, it was just kind of uh, it's kind of like that that I forgot what they called it, but like that lightning scheme. It was a pretty okay. cool. Uh, I saw it. In person, I was like, oh, that's cool. But on track, it really popped. Yes. yes. It, it really made it look fast. And that, that was cool. I really like that. Um, man, there's one other one I know I really yes. like that. I'm trying to think as well. Um, Kinzer. There was. Who was it? Yeah, there was one other one. Another throwback scheme. That was really cool. But now I just can't picture it for whatever reason it was one of my favorites too hmm. maybe it wasn't because i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on um also really cool uh we talked a little bit uh brock zierfoss having uh being able to lock himself in through the hard knocks night yes he, what a drive yeah he finished able to finish 15th which um i'd say a, a good run for him being able being just being in the knoxville nationals uh alone getting that good run i think a great confidence booster for him in general just the yes. year that he's had i think yep. he they him and that team needed something like this yes absolutely I, I talked to him a little bit at the video shoot about it and uh i think the last time we were back there you know for the what was it the brownwells is that how you yeah, uh brownells brownells yep. there you go um having that massive wreck in turn number four uh yeah he, he he told me he's like man we just need it just a flipping good finish right and uh yeah. for him to be able to get through the hard knocks and that wheel stand coming off of turn two oh my gosh uh, it was good to see for him. Yeah, I don't think I'd seen him that happy and mm-hmm. jubilant in a, a while. Yep. So good to see. Uh, hopefully that turns into more good runs for him going forward. Um, the points, uh, it wasn't a points race. Um, the points are still the same after um, the Iron Man. We'll remind you real quick. Uh, Brad Sweet, obviously still the points leader. Uh, like we said, 14 wins. He has a 140-point lead over Carson Macedo, a 144-point lead over David Gravel, who is in third. Donnie Schatz is fourth with um, 258 points back. And Sheldon Honshield is fifth, 266 points back. Um, so I think we can have a pretty good battle there throughout the top five of who's going to end up where, but I think Brad is saying he's going to lock this thing up mm-hmm. here. Yes, I run away with it. Yeah, I could see that. I think, especially just the way he looked after the Knoxville Nationals, I think he was, I think disappointed is a, a good way to put his expression yeah. uh, that he didn't get it. I think that's just going to drive and create that hunger even more just to go out and say, all right, 
I'm about well, to go on what? a tear. I'm just going to go on a tear now yeah. then. This is mine. I could see that. It'd be really, obviously, would really love to see a close championship battle again, but I think we, we've said on this before, like Rob said, it would be cool just to see how dominant he can get mm. in getting the championship. How big of a run can you go? Can, can he Can it be 24 wins at the end of the year or so? Can it be 20? Is he going to get one more win? Well, we are coming up to the West Coast. Yeah. So that's where he's from. I'd say there's a good chance of uh, some more wins there. A lot Mm -hmm. of the tracks coming up is really good at. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's going to be a fun stretch for the rest of the year. I think it's 30-something or so races left now. Um, Man, this year has flown by. All really cool fun races like river cities man that's just a fun track mm. i don't think we've seen a bad race there in the past few races california swing really it'll be nice to get back to that area uh, get to skagit again for the skagit nationals that'll be fun gold cup gold cup uh grays harbor placerville i almost wish i was going out there just to see placerville that's a really i was fun just track. about to ask you uh, yeah if you're going out there if you I, could bring me back some in and out burger would be phenomenal, <laughs> but that answers uh, that question here's a here's a hot take i don't really care for in and out burger oh my goodness we can't be friends <laughs> <laughs> was that a hot take or a hot take? i don't know if i consider that a hot take i'm not okay. sure what his take is on it but gotcha. i'll say i love the pink lemonade there okay i'll that's go fair. there for that yeah that is uh i, I don't hate it i think it's good but I don't. I don't get the hype. I. I mean, growing up from the West Coast, I can got, see that. Yeah, you got cookout yeah. out here, which is cookout's great. Is it in and out? Is it in and out level? I don't think so. But living out on the East Coast now, that's all I have is cookout. I'll take it. Yeah, I can see that. I. I, I would probably take in and out over cookout. I guess. Okay. At least for the burgers, I guess. Well, obviously, that's what in and out has. Fast food burger. Yeah. Yeah. Fast there you go. Burger. That works. All right. Move them on before I start pissing off more people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I probably did with the Tesla comment. <laughs> uh, moving on after West Coast swing, we'll be heading back east. I believe uh, Eldora will be on tap uh, for Crown. Then there'll be back to the PA area, Williams Grove, National Open, another big one coming up. Uh, that'll be fun to see. I know uh, we said we don't know Kyle Larson's schedule, but I would assume that would be one he might try to attend. Mm-hmm. That's one he said he'd like to win. Uh, he finished second last year, so, man, if he wins the National Open, too, just... Oh, that's another one that we didn't uh, put on the list. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like we have to have, like, what... NASCAR, you should do like the million dollar bonus thing. If you win yes. these big races, you get something extra because that would be cool. It's just such a crazy, that'd just be such a crazy uh, accomplishment and achievement. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you'd almost have to just make a trophy for yourself but I'd, and just like <laughs> put the races on there. Like, yeah. Like, like, like what I did. I can't believe I even did that. That, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Absolutely. Just to see something like that accomplished in I, one year. I think Donnie said it in his uh, post race show or post race interview. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to see another Kyle Larson, to be honest. Yeah, at least not for a while. Not in our lifetimes. Yeah, exactly. This is something special, folks. So tune in as much as you can whenever he's racing, because he's going to put on a show every single time he's on track. Definitely. It's like um, in NASCAR, they always say, oh, this is the next Jeff Gordon, this is the next Jeff mm-hmm. Gordon, but it's never the next Jeff Gordon. Exactly. I, I feel like we might hear that, like, oh, someone will try and say, oh, this is the next Kyle Larson. This, I, don't, I don't think there will be a next no. Kyle Larson for a long time. Maybe until Owen uh, starts stepping into a full-size yeah. yeah. uh, sprint car or something yeah. like that. Uh, which you can watch him on Dirt Vision at Millbridge. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of 
all these races we're talking about, you can watch on Dirt Vision. Get your annual Platinum Fast Pass. Fast Pass, fast I should pass. say. Uh, you can watch uh, the past on the bolt on Dirt Vision. You can mm-hmm. do that, too. Uh, but if you get your Platinum Fast Pass, uh, that's your annual subscription to Dirt Vision, or you can do the monthly Fast Pass, whatever you desire, whatever option you like to go to. Uh, and you can watch all of these great races along with the World of All Late Models, uh, Super Dirt Week, as we mentioned, yep. Summer Nationals, great weekly racing from Knoxville, mm-hmm. Williams Grove, Attica Raceway Park, uh, Jacksonville. Which Jacksonville, yep. Watch Jacksonville. We've got the uh, the summer national uh, midget series going yes. on there, presented by yes. the Dirt Vision uh, National Midget Series. Uh, so you can get your fill of some great midget racing at Jacksonville Speedway on Dirt we got Vision. A, I'm sorry, nope. uh, we got a big midget race uh, out at Millbridge this year too. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, Millbridge too has the big midget race and the micro sprint race coming up later this year. So a lot of great racing. I I would say uh, whether it's a birthday present, Christmas present, early Christmas present, I would uh, either get it for someone you love or yourself uh, and treat yourself to Dirt Vision. Yes. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, you can also um, have some fun and be an outlaw. Uh, if you yes. go to b-an-outlaw.com, you can sign up to be an outlaw, uh, get some cool perks. Mm-hmm. Um, free. F- some free perks. Yeah. Um, you can Some cool swag. Mm-hmm. Uh, get some discount prices in Dirt Vision. Can you watch my cool videos? That yeah, Nick uh, what has made some really cool videos that you want to check out. Um, so I would definitely get on that and join and be an outlaw too. You can get uh, a pretty cool, they have a be an outlaw passport. Mm. Uh, it's this really cool, like your own personal passport. You go to races, get it stamped, get the cool uh, prizes and discounts and things like that. So I definitely make sure to check that out as well. For sure. Um, and... Um, I think uh, with that, I think that's it. I think that's a that's a good close. Yeah, I, I think, think we've close. covered some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, like always, we'll be back next week with another fun guest and another fun episode. Thank you uh, joining this week, Nick. Absolutely. Thanks uh, for having me. It's fun to have the Nick and Nick show again. Yes. Uh, I know Rob was here in spirit uh, watching over us. In and in heart. Yep. And uh, making angry looks when we said things he did not like and <laughs> laughing at things that were funny, which hopefully was a lot. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you next time. Yeah, bye bye, everybody. Hashtag red.